And welcome back to another episode of 10 Minutes Cinema. Not just an episode. This is a special guest episode. It is. We have uh, one Mr. Ian Hyman over here. Hello. Welcome to the show, Ian. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Glad you invited me. Yeah. Glad to have you. Uh, and today we watched The Hulk. No, we didn't. We watched Hulk. We watched Hulk. Sorry. I wanted to add the... You take the the out. out. It doesn't deserve the... But that's probably true. But before we go into the movie, oh, Marble? Yes. Have you watched anything new lately? I ha- well, yeah, technically new to me. Okay, what was it? It's an older movie, but it's new to me. Sure. What was it? Uh, it's a film called Child's Play Two. Oh, nice. Been going through the Child's Play series with Chucky coming back to the TV show. Yeah. And I've uh, been hearing good things about that show, so I wanted to check it out. But I'm a fan. I have quite a few holes in my Child's Play itinerary. So, so you're going and drew them all, huh? Go back and patch them back in, yeah. So it's never all, seen Child's Play 2 before. It's all Mark Hamill now, correct? Uh, I think that was the spinoff, That right? was the Just reboot the that yeah. they did, but that's only one thing. They came back with an actual original Chucky show for USA and Sci-Fi. Gotcha. It's actually really good. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Yeah. I think probably the best child's play I've seen out of the ones I've seen. So okay. I was impressed with it. Anybody that wants to catch up, all the movies except for the original one are on Peacock. So nice. they're available there to stream. Ian, have you watched anything new lately? Honestly, I've been kind of focusing on uh, some TV shows that I've missed. Ah, yes. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to catch up on all of the Netflix Marvel shows. Okay. So finally uh, catching myself up with Daredevil. Gotcha. I've seen a couple of them. I saw like Daredevil 1, 2. I saw all the first seasons, basically. Don't think I caught any of the second seasons except for Daredevil. Really? Yeah, because by the time I was going to get to them, they were all canceled. And I was like, well, what's the point? Hmm. I mean, they're still good shows. That's the point. Yeah, but I mean, it sucks because, you know... You know there's not going to be a good ending if they just got canceled after they came out with their new season. So, I don't know. It kind of turned me away from it. I do want to see Daredevil free, especially now that we're going to get a new yeah. Daredevil. It wrapped up pretty nicely. Did it? Yeah. Second season of Punisher was very good, too. Was it? Yeah. I liked the first season, but still its best was just in Daredevil season two for me. That was awesome Punisher stuff there. Trying to go chronologically. I'm on uh, the third Daredevil right now. Okay. Just started it. So. Nice. You know, I got an unpopular opinion. I really liked Arn Fist. I thought that was one of the stronger ones. Yeah, I agree. That's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, I also <laughs> agree with Ian. I don't understand where all the hate is. I love that story. It started to pick up in season two, and then it went horribly down. I haven't seen season two, so. Well, Apparently you'll love it if you enjoyed one that much. Yeah. Oof. Uh, and that's for me. No one asked you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I watched uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare this morning. Good one. Almost through the Freddy's now, so just got the Freddy vs. Jason the remake reboot. Oh, you include that in there? I do. I still like parts of it. Hmm. I figured it was like two, and you just avoided it. No, I try to watch two most of the time. Also, I just skipped it this time because the wife don't want to watch it. And... Yeah. I'll probably still watch it before Halloween hits. That's fair. Yep. Unless anyone else has anything to say, we'll just get into it. Yep. Rip off the band-aid. Alright, so we watched the 2003 film, Hulk, Eric Bana, Jennifer Connelly, Sam Elliott, 
And, you know, it, it was a film. Yes. Things were recorded. Yes. Some really bad acting here. I mean, this is probably one of the worst acted comic book movies I've seen. Yeah. It was very stilted. We just got to jump right into the transitions you keep mentioning to. Or just, yes. Uh, it was a lot. There a was lot. Very frenetic energy it, all over the film <laughs> throughout. I almost feel like this director just played with PowerPoint for like hours. <laughs> you like stole the words. Years. From yes. I get that they were trying to go for like a comic book panel kind of yeah, vibe. Yeah, totally. But. Well, if they were going to do that, they should have stuck with one kind of transition, not right. 82 different kinds. Yeah, and coming in from the hours. left, coming in from the right, from the top, from the bottom. like Green bubbles fade in, fade mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just the regular, like, blurry screen for one of them. Just a whole bunch of different images that you can't see anything of because it's all blurry and distorted. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, it, it was bad. I think that was an attempt in editing to cover up the mistakes made. Maybe. It's hard to talk about a movie that's this bad. It really is. This is what we've had in our, like, our last three podcasts. I know. We need to start picking some better movies to watch. Yeah, this is very much so. Well, I mean, I think that one of the main reasons that this was so bad was that Ang Lee, the director, was grabbed from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon fame. And that was really his only film before that, wasn't it? Or like one of his only... American, yeah. He was pretty yeah. big over in Asia. Okay. I didn't know. And with that failing so many times trying to get this movie off the ground, they were like, oh, he's going to save it right now. He's hot. we got to get him on there. Right. Uh, and he just uh, had no understanding of it, I feel. Him and the writer he had working with him were just totally lost. They did dive into inspiration from some of the comics to try to howl out the story a little bit. It didn't really work that well because... For some reason, he wanted to make this like a Greek tragedy, kind of, and it just doesn't really fit. Yeah. I mean, when you cast Nick Nolte as a father figure, you know you've got a problem already. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and they, they created him, they created his character as a combination. It was supposed to be Brian Banner, his dad, who right. was supposed to be like an abusive father. A mixture of that, Absorbing Man, and a creature called Zax, who's all electricity. Which oh, is really? like one scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what idea they were coming up with there, but that's supposedly the uh, the reference material. Hmm. I mean, I like the, the idea of father versus son. It doesn't really make sense with the Hulk, because I've never known David Banner to ever have, or whatever, Brian Banner, whatever his dad's name was. It was David in the movie. Right. And in comics, I think it was Brian, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I've never known him to be a Hulk, but I, I like the idea of a father versus son. It's like Star Wars, but really bad. <laughs> I kind of feel like it took away from the main character so much. Yeah, I could see that. Like, oh, he's so special, but, you know, he's only special because I made him that way, and I'm going to expand upon it. Yeah, and you touched upon it also, like, Eric Bana was just vastly miscast in this also, like, so vacuous. You're supposed to, like, feel for the Hulk and have empathy for him and, like, you know, wish that he could break out of this and calm down and, like, fix itself, find a cure. None of that was here at all. Somebody told him to act like you've got everything bottled up, and apparently he thought that meant, like, intelligence bottled up. Because he <laughs> looked just so empty-headed the whole Yeah, movie. he looked yeah. dumb. Like, he didn't have a thought in his head. And there were so many scenes where it's just their eyes looking at each other. Like, yeah. just no, no verbiage, just staring off into space at yeah. each other. This director and it loves didn't work eyes. for him. It can work. 
Because, I mean, that was one of the big things about Bill Bixby in the, the 70s Hulk yeah. show. Like, whenever you get those shots of his eyes and stuff, you could see the emotionality in it. You know, he was, like, trying to fight it. He did not want to become angry. This one, it's just like, no, nothing. There's no emotion there. Oh, the transition to turning into a Hulk. I mean, yeah. oh, goddamn, it was just so bad. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's like a toddler trying to throw a temper tantrum and not being able to do it. It wasn't aggression. It was frustration. And they actually showed that in the film, too, when he was a toddler. Yeah. He was trying to hulk out a little bit and had to, like, calm himself. And that kid didn't show any emotion either. Yeah, it was wild. Probably the physics were one of the other big points that I couldn't stand. Yeah. The CGI was just definitely not there yet still. You can tell, like, it does not feel like he's actually in any of those scenes. Like, when he's transformed into the Hulk, it doesn't have a physical presence on the screen at all. And they People were reaction to ping pong balls, and you can tell. Right, right. There was, like, no tracks whenever he walked places. When they drop him into the water, he makes less of a splash than a missile does. They shoot after him. <laughs> um, I mean, according to Marvel, the Hulk is seven foot six, 1,150 pounds. Ang Lee's version was like a 15-foot-tall monster, so it had to be easily closer to 2,000 or more. Yeah. yeah. And he can jump on the back of a plane that can fly him up near space? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a, such a stupid scene. So glad they repurposed that in Avengers. <laughs> no, that was just terrible. I mean, I liked the idea of trying to knock out the Hulk with the thin air up towards space, but... It didn't make sense using a regular fighter jet to do it. Like, at least have a helicopter carrier or something, or like a maybe just like a giant rocket that he gets attached to or something. A fighter jet just doesn't seem like it'd be able to do the job. They box themselves in at the very beginning of the movie, trying to say, "Well, he has these powers based off of this from this animal and this from this animal," and you created, even though they're very small and few and far between, limitations for the character. And so now you're trying to find ways for the character to hit those limitations. You know, this film is a bummer too, because I grew up and Hulk was one of my favorite comic book heroes as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, I loved them. Anything I could watch with the Hulk in it, I would be all over. Any cartoon, whatever. I, I loved it as a kid, and... Watching this movie, I was excited for it, coming, leading up to it. I didn't care that the stuff looked bad, because at the time, it was better than anything else out there. I mean, not better than anything else, but it was <laughs> it was CGI. It was new still at the time, so it wasn't... That you know, color form sticker uh, Hulk was all that there was. Yeah. But this is just... Going back on it, I hope that there was some kind of saving grace. I heard that this is kind of referred to as a cult classic to some really? people, yes. Oh. And uh, so I kind of a had... cult I do not want to join. <laughs> right. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. I, I just expected more. I guess the second behind thought maybe it would, you know, turn me over. But I had those hopes, and they were dropped quickly. <laughs> his pants don't even move. They're like part of the same texture map that's his skin. It was so <laughs> horrid. Yeah, and I don't know any scientist that just sits around in stretchy pants. That's just not something that's in their wardrobe. Well, and with all the science, how do you explain the dogs turning into, like, poofs of green? I... <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get that PG-13 rating. And you had to have another battle in there somewhere. You can't have them kill a human, so... I mean, yeah, I mean, a mutant poodle is definitely what you need. What every movie really needs. Yeah. 
I hate this movie so much. <laughs> I do have a question for you guys, going back to your mention of the transformations. Yeah. So, was there more water coming off of him in his detransformation back into human form or out of Jennifer Connelly's eyes in this movie? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Yeah. Scene, she at least let one tear out. And, like, half of her scenes, there was no need to cry. <laughs> Does anyone feel like they tried to make this film way too serious? Oh, yeah. I get that they're trying to make it more dramatic, but this isn't that kind of movie. Like, we all have seen comic book movies that are done well with dramatic. Here, like, they should push more into the the rage. Yeah. They should have went yeah. more into that direction. Into the feelings, yeah. It was yes. way too science-based, too. Like, they're just trying to explain everything away with science, you know. And you need more than that. And Marvel's found it, too, now, you know, yeah. introducing magic and everything else into the universe, finally. Like, it, it needs more than just real-world basings. There's a reason he wasn't asked back to the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you guys have anything else you want to say on the film? This film was the only movie that I disliked Jennifer Connelly in, and that's saying a lot for me because I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah. But at the first moment you see her, they try their hardest to make her a bitch. Like, she is so damn mean to everybody. She is mean early on. I mean, but I kind of get it because they just broke up, so. Still. <laughs> yeah. And that's our 10 minutes. All right. Well, Ian, you're the, this is your first time on the podcast, so I'm going to go ahead and let you give us your rating first. So I hear I can't do negatives. <laughs> you cannot do negatives. It's a one to five star rating. One is the lowest. One is the lowest. One is no the percentages, lowest. no decimals allowed. You can do like half size. I tried to go like what quarters another episode. He does quarters. I don't. I don't. He doesn't like that. So you don't want to make him angry. He's way worse than the Hulk. Whatever the bottom of the scale is, just past that E. This is the absolute worst movie of my entire life. Not you even picked that I've this seen. movie. Uh, that's the reason why I wanted to see <laughs> if I would be just as angry with it this many years later. And you are. And I am. In fact, I'm even more angry because now I know what we could have had. Real quick, just tell our listeners what happened the first time you watched this movie. First time we saw this movie, Stevie, you and I were over at the movie theater. I worked there. We were sitting right behind the row at the theater that had the metal guard. And during the entire movie, you kept asking me because Marvel didn't have very much out there. You were checking with me to see if this was comic accurate or anything. And... I kept giving it as much leeway as I possibly could, but I was waiting for that one moment where he would say, he wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Because that was the Bill Bixby line, man. That's the iconic line. Every episode. And he doesn't say the fucking line (laughs) the entire movie. He cock-teases it one time before a transformation, gets punched and doesn't do it. And then at the very end, he says it in Portuguese. I lost my temper. I hulked out. I threw my popcorn up. I hit the people in front of me. I don't even know. I, I know they This is a true story. You hit them with popcorn or you hit them? I, I don't popcorn. even remember anymore. I raged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that popcorn went everywhere. They were yelling at me. I didn't even turn around. I just kept walking. I was so angry. I waited in the lobby for everybody to catch up with me. Did you still have your pants on, though? I did. Okay. I did. They were, like, sewn to my, my waist. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you're going one star, then. Sure. Okay. I guess I'll go next. I'm going to go ahead and give it one and a half. Ooh. I'm going to give it a little bit of leeway. Uh, Do tell. I, I really don't have a good reason. I just don't want to have the same grade as you. <laughs> I 
seem a little bit too raged when I was up here. <laughs> I mean, there's kind of a redemption. Honestly, I can't rate it worse than Sleepaway Camp 2. You just did. No. I gave that 1.52. It's the same. I thought you got to 2. No, I said there's no way I was going to 2. But you said the word 2, and then I edited it to sound like you said 2 was your rating. No. I listened. <laughs> you did not. I meant to. <laughs> that would have been good. Just okay. start superimposing what you want me to rate movies. <laughs> Hopefully I don't notice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I give it a 1.5. I mean, I can see what they're trying to do with this film. They just failed miserably. Maybe the CGI wasn't totally there yet. You know, Maybe if they would have made this film three years from when they made it, it would have looked better. Probably not. Because the director just had no clue with the story, but... Eh, I'll give it 1.5. He did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. The CGI was there. At least it was way further than that monstrosity. Right. This came out in 2003, the same year The Return of the King came out. Fucking Gollum is miles ahead of this. That's true. Miles. Miles. You are correct on that. I've never seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden... I don't remember. Dragon. Dragon, yeah. I've never seen it, so I I couldn't attest to that. But 1.5 is my rating. Deal with it. Well, we're over here on the cool side. We're on the one side over here. This is abominable. Like, there's there's no saving redemption to it at all. At least Sleepaway Camp 2 is fun. It knows what it is. I had some enjoyment. There's no enjoyment to be had. <laughs> there, there was the graphics enjoyment. are awful. The story is awful. The characters, like, they, the actors can't act. You know, honestly, just... we've, we should have filmed this episode while we watched the movie. Because we had some pretty good one-liners during that movie. There were a couple. Yeah, there's there's no uh, no redemption here for yeah. me, in my eyes. So good for you that you found something apparently somewhere. There's also that likes a uh, iron fist over here. So <laughs> I really gave you a bad taste in your mouth with that. Huh? You did, yeah. Yikes! God, he didn't even say the fucking line. Still angers me. Do you have some trivia go over for this abomination of a film? I see what you did there. Yeah. Much of the microbiology work seen on screen is authentic, courtesy of Ang Lee's wife. Edward Norton was approached to play Bruce Banner, but he turned it down. He didn't like the script, despite being a Hulk fan. I do have the stats on what he's supposed to weigh here. Okay. So he weighs 3,452 pounds. He can exert 14 tons of pressure per square inch. What the hell? His skin is ten times as strong as Kevlar. His chest measures 17 feet and 4 inches. His waist, 12 feet and 10 inches. His feet are 4 feet and 3 inches. If they, if he wore shoes, they would be a size 87. Hmm. His neck measured 6 feet and 9 inches. Those are stats that were uh, according to the animators of the film. It's a good thing they didn't overpower him or anything. Yeah. Or use realistic physics at all. Right. Uh, as we discussed earlier, this film was in development for 12 years. Significant time for CGI to become sophisticated enough to render the required visual effects. They should have waited longer. Sam Elliott accepted the role of General Ross without reading the script. Being simply excited to work with Ang Lee. Oh, what a huge mistake. Nick Nolte used the oxygen tank during production. Eric Banner recalled a moment where, after taking a hit of oxygen on set, 
Nolte turned to Bannon and confided, I don't really need this. It just makes them think you're fucking crazy and they pay attention. I really believe his rants and raves were just like, here you go, Nick. Just, you have the camera. Go. When the project was in the works in the mid-90s, Johnny Jett was originally the top choice to play Bruce Banner. Wow. Then Tom Cruise was offered the role. I mean, he's offered every role. Then Steve Buscemi, David DeCuckney, and Jeff Goldblum also screen-tested for the role. Jeff Goldblum <laughs> as the Hulk? I don't know, I could get behind that. Yeah, yeah. That, that definitely seems like a 90s choice. Oh, for sure. The Hulk dogs were some of the most complex creatures Industrial Light and Magic made. The poodle alone had 1.5 million hairs. What a waste. There is no voice actor listed as the Hulk's voice in the end credits, and whoever voiced the Hulk in the film remains unknown, but it's reportedly Ang Lee himself. Ang Lee also considered retiring after this film, but he didn't and ended up winning two Oscars for Best Director, so good for him. There was a body count of eight. Did you know that they actually considered a sequel for this film based on the reception of the video game and the toy sales? It actually did really well with merchandise, and so they considered bringing Greenline a second one right after. I feel they would have found that it didn't wouldn't do as well as the first one because people would have seen what it was. Well, you can catch us on the Twitter sphere. I'm at USA Kid six nine seven seven. Varple is at Big Guy ACV. That's me. Do you have a Twitter? No, I didn't think so. Not. <laughs> He's just a twat. <laughs> you can find us uh, at Timminson. Uh, does anyone else have anything to say before we uh, wrap this up? Thank God that's over. Mm-mm. Well, thank you for joining us today, Ian. Yeah, it's thank been you. a pleasure. We'll it's have good to, Appreciate it. We'll have to bring you back for another comic book movie at some point. Or Jennifer Connelly, maybe. Yeah. Or Jennifer Connelly. We'll just watch through her whole filmography. <laughs> that's the next 20 episodes. Let's, Let's go. Movie she cries in. <laughs> and that's a wrap.